back. Hi. Welcome, everybody, to Knock Knock I with Dr. Glockenflecken. You get me and only me. Uh, and, and just because no one, who else is going to talk about eyeballs with me? It's just me and you talking eyeballs. That's it. This is the one time that I get to talk about eyes and nobody can stop me, as always. All right. So here we go. Uh, t- today, let's see, what can I, what can I fill you in with? Uh, uh it's, I, I'm recording this at 1030 at night. Um, let me, you know what, why don't I just, I just take you through a day in the life of Dr. Glockenflecken. You know, th- th- I see these videos all the time, uh, and of like a day in the life of an influencer of, uh, investment banker. I, I don't know. I, everyone does a day in the life thing. I've never done a real day. I did a day in the life of Jonathan, which, uh, was actually a lot of fun to put together, but I've never done like a serious day in the life video. I don't know. I, I feel like it's, it's done a lot. And even parodies of day in the life videos have been done like to pieces. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to do a video of a, a day in my life. I, that's, that seems like a lot of editing, like a whole day of filming, like different little clips of yourself doing things. I, that's, that's a lot of work. Like, I, I don't know. I'm more power to people who can like do that, that type of editing and recording and everything. I, I don't have it in me. I have a very uh, low production value thing going on over on my TikTok. I don't know if you've realized this. Uh, I'm not a videographer. I've never taken any formal videography classes or photo editing or video editing. Um, people are like, do you do this yourself? And I'm like, can't you tell? Yeah. Yeah. Who else is doing this? I, I barely know what I'm doing anyway. What are we going to talk about? Oh, day in the life videos. Um, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to do that, but maybe I'll just talk about it. Uh, I don't know if you're, you're interested in this, whatever. I, no one else is here. I get to do whatever I want right now. So, uh, I, I, I get up, uh, at about, uh, uh six ish. And I walk the dog. You're gonna. I I do a lot of things for the dog uh, because it is my dog, and we made it. Kristen and I we made a deal, and uh, she said, "Yo, sure, get yourself a dog," but I'm not doing anything. Like I'm not gonna take it on walks. I'm not gonna pick up its uh, feces. I'm not gonna clean up after it whenever it throws up on the rug, or pees on the carpet. Or any of these things. And I was like, deal. I get a dog. Very smart on her to like make that stipulation. Because uh, those things happen with relative frequency. Uh, And so, anyway. 6.30 a.m. I get up. Get dressed. Fortunately, I can wear scrubs every day. So I don't have to spend a lot of time getting ready. It's like 30 seconds. Uh, I take a shower, all this stuff. And then, um, and then I, I, I get downstairs. I walk the dog. So this is very early, about a 10, 15 minute walk, uh, which is good. I get out, get some fresh air, get some exercise. It's getting cold now though. So it's not as fun and rainy. It's Portland. When I get back in, I, I, I feed the kids, uh, really just one kid. The other kid's still sleeping, uh, make lunch for the kid, get the kid off to school. Then I get myself off to work. I show up at the office. My first patients are ready right around 8 a.m. And then I see patients until like around noon. I got myself a nice little hour lunch break. 
And then I see patients in the afternoon. Those are clinic days on surgery days, but whatever. I'm working from like eight roughly till around five. I make a lot, I, a lot of big talk on my social media channels uh, about my schedule. And it is a very nice schedule, but I also make it sound a little bit lighter than it actually is mainly for comedic purposes. You know, I'm playing up the stereotypes in ophthalmology just a little bit. I do have a scribe, though. I am not lying to you guys. I have an actual scribe, and it is amazing. All right, scribes do fantastic work. I get to look at the patient. Uh, they, the, the scribe just gives me like a little head nod, and uh, we go along with our day. So that's, that's, that's very true. I also have weekends and holidays off, so that's also Most of it's true. Uh, so anyway, finish work, come home. Uh, I make dinner. I'm, I'm the dinner maker in the family. And uh, and then you clean up the kitchen, all the stuff, do a little, a little light housekeeping. And then uh, Chris and I, we, we trade off uh, who has to get the kids ready for bed because it's always a pain in the ass. They just, they drag their feet. They're at the age, you know, they don't want to, they want to keep doing the things they're doing. And so... Um, and so I might, you know, uh, you know, get the kids ready for bed or uh, if I'm not getting kids ready for bed, then I come in here and start doing work. So once the kids are in bed, that's generally when like the second job I do, which is all of this. So I am here right now. I've recorded a couple of these knock, knock eye episodes and, uh, I'm still going to, after we're done with this, I'm going to write a skit that I might wait until tomorrow morning to film. So anyway, it's a lot, but I'm not going to sit here and I'm not, the reason I'm telling you this is just, I, just because you might be curious, not because I want you to see how busy I am. That's not the point. Everybody's freaking busy. Everyone's got shit to do. Uh, I'm not, I'm not unique. I just have a weird thing that I do. That's all. I mean, there's people in the hospital that work freaking 18 hour, 24 hour days, which seems impossible. I don't know how they do it, but they do it. So um, to all of you with a busy schedule, I see you, I hear you, and uh, um, and you probably have a busier schedule than me. But, you know, you find time to do things that you like. And I, I like to do the Glock and Pluck and stuff. That's why I wouldn't stay up till 11, 12 o'clock at night if I didn't like enjoy it. Like right now, I just love hearing the sound of my own voice. Who doesn't? I actually hate the sound of my own voice, but I've gotten used to it because I make so much content. Anyway, there you have it. That's how we got to me being right here, right now, talking to you. So, knock, knock, I. Today, we're doing something a little bit different. Um, I'm just going to talk about one thing very aggressively. I'm going to talk about eye drops. It's time. We, we need to have a conversation about eye drops it's like there's like a Charles Barkley meme out there in sports Twitter. We need to have a conversation where Charles Barkley saying we need to have a conversation about something. Well, today it's about eye drops. There was something in the news. Again, eye drops were in the news. Um, and it's never for a good reason. <laughs> this time there was another, there was an FDA recall of uh, 27 different eye drops. 27. Because of concerns about contamination. Uh, this was, uh, of the list off the names of these things, CVS Health Drops. These are all, by the way, generic drops. All right, none of these are brand name drops. CVS Health had a few drops. Uh, Leader, which is Cardinal Health. Rugby, never heard of these, which is also Cardinal Health. Rite Aid brand drops, Rite Aid. So like the, not like 
I guess the Rite Aid is a brand, but you know, you go to Rite Aid, you get the drops that have that are made like by Rite Aid. There's those are those are what I'm calling generics. Target brand, the Up and Up drops, and then something called Velocity Pharma. Never even heard of that. So anyway, there's several drops from all of those. Total of like 27 different drops. FDA is like, whoa, there's some contaminants here. We are questioning the process by which these drops are made, the manufacturing facility. Um, just they're just concerned, and and this is coming on the heels of what happened earlier this year, uh, where there were uh, four deaths, fourteen cases of vision loss, more than eighty infections from eye drops caused by a rare strain of drug-resistant Pseudomonas aeruginosa. That's right, Pseudomonas. I call it King Pseudomonas. That's something I've made fun of for years, going back to when I was a, a young social media pup on Twitter in 2016. I was railing against Pseudomonas back then. I'm railing against it now. King Pseudomonas. I actually, at one point, those of you who are like Glock and Fleck and lifers, you know, I made a... <laughs> I should bring this back, actually. A, 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 a whole family tree of, of horrifying eye infections. Uh, and uh, it's, it's got all these little, like, like little cartoon characters and stuff. That's kind of cute. Anyway, so King Pseudomonas was at the top because that is a terrifying, a terrifying uh, um, a pathogen. Uh, we see it in corneal infections. You can get what's called endophthalmitis, which is a pants patient diagnosis. If you don't recall, Pants patients, you know, I get the call. It, it, it makes me put on my pants and come in to see the patient. So King Pseudomonas infections are a big, big deal. And so back in the beginning of 2023, there were these reports of these patients that were, were getting eye infections. And then those, the, the bacteria, the Pseudomonas, was getting into the bloodstream and, and then causing deaths. Like that's, that's the, the, one of the things you don't think you're ever going to die from is putting eye drops in your eye. It's terrifying. Like that was, it's awful. And, uh, and it was, is, it was big news. And so now I think the FDA is just like really, really, uh, uh, just, there's a lot of oversight right now about the, the eye drop manufacturing process in this country, uh, or wherever these drops are being made. And so they're 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 very um, being very diligent. And if there's any concern about contamination, they're just rounding up all these drops and getting a recall going, which I I definitely appreciate. But uh, that leads to the question: Well, what eye drops are safe? Like what what can we trust? And 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 we're like, I mean, deaths. Like, so how did these people die? Well. Uh, uh, you know, some every time you put an eye drop in your eye, some of it gets absorbed into your systemic circulation. The eye is a mucous membrane, just like anything else, just like your mouth and your genitals. And, uh, you know, so you have mucosa that can absorb things. And then your blood vessels are right there. It gets into the bloodstream. Now, it's not very much for an eye drop, but enough. And, and so... Why, how can you avoid this? What, what drops can, can you trust? Well, what I always say 
And what I recommend still to this day to my patients, I always just, I recommend brand name over the counter eye drops. Now, this is something that's a little bit different than what we're taught in med school and in training. You're taught, you know, steer people toward generics because they're cheaper. And most of the time, they are the exact same medication. They have to be. They're the same medication. It's just now the company that made the brand name, whether it's Lipitor or uh, um, uh, that's the only systemic medication I can think of right now. Uh, that's uh, that's a brand name. Wow, I am dumb. Anyway, um, uh, the, the, the company that makes the brand drug, they only have like a certain number of years to be able to exclusively make that drug. And then the patent is, I don't know, off. I don't know what you call it. it, it they lose the, the ex- exclusivity of the patent. And uh, then any drug manufacturer can come in and make a generic version of that medication, like a torvastatin uh, so, or ibuprofen or acetaminophen, which is Tylenol. So, uh, so now you go to the drugstore and because Tylenol and Advil, like those, those medications have been around forever, now you have generics that can come in, whether it's CVS brand or, uh, or in Rite Aid, whatever, who can, they can make their own ibuprofen. They can make their own acetaminophen. And so you see both at the pharmacy over the counter, right? You see the Tylenol, you see the acetaminophen. You notice the acetaminophen is half the cost. And so when we're going through med school, we're taught, God, yeah, just look, it's so much cheaper. Just have patients, get the generic. Uh, they save a ton of money. Like there's no reason to buy Advil. I've never once purchased Advil. Why? Because I can get a bottle of a thousand pills of ibuprofen for a, a third of the price. So um, uh, and so that's what we're, we tell people. It's different with eye drops, okay? And here's the reason why it's different. With with any medication, you're worried about contaminants, whether it's something you take by mouth or with an eye drop. But with a pill, if there are impurities in that generic pill or contaminants or whatever it may be, you're swallowing it. It's getting into your stomach acid and your body is going to just vaporize that stuff. All right. So so you're protected by the way that medication is broken down and metabolized. With eyes, you don't have stomach acid. You are directly applying a medication to an organ, all right, to your eye, to your mucous membrane, and it's going to get into your bloodstream. And so if there are contaminants, you're, there's less of an ability for your body to, or uh, less strategies available to your body to fight because your mucous membranes do have like an immune system that can attack pathogens. But it's not like stomach acid with a pH of one, right? So, I think your your eyes are just a little bit more susceptible to an to a contaminant than maybe your stomach would be. Um, and so, when I first started hearing about all of these, I mean, and and you know, this isn't the first time, obviously, that that eye drops have caused problems, but. So far, over the last, I'd say, five years, every time I hear about an eye drop causing a, 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 um, you know, an, a reaction to the eye, an infection, or God, death, it sounds crazy to think about. It is 
without fail always been these generic drops. So something is going on with these generics. And I, I don't know what, but, but I do know that the major brand name medications, so we're talking Refresh. These are artificial tears I'm describing. Refresh, Sustain, Blink, Theratears. These are, uh, they're at every pharmacy. There's a ton of different types to them of, of those types of, of those brands. But I, I haven't seen anything with those big brands, okay? It's always with these generics. Now, I, I talked briefly about this on Twitter the other day, and I got some re- replies from some pharmacists who, who it was, it was a good point. They said, you know, actually, the manufacturer uh, that all these drops come from, sometimes it's the same one. The same ones that make, make uh, you know, sustain might make a generic, right? Same manufacturer. So... I, I don't know. I, I will say I don't know. I, I haven't memorized like all where all the drops are coming from, which manufacturers are making what. I just I just know, and it doesn't seem like a coincidence that that the only drops we're seeing problems with are generics. Like there's there's got to be something there, and so whether it's accurate to say or not, I I'm gonna go with what I I know works and what I what I feel is the safest option because people need artificial tears. And so um, I try to tell people to use preservative free drops if you can afford it. If you can't, it's okay. All right. Preservatives are, are fine, but uh, but they you can't have reaction like allergic reactions to those. Preservative free drops are always going to be kind of the best type of drop. So brand name preservative free is going to be great. But if not, just try to stick with refresh, sustain, blink, theratears. It's they're more expensive, yes, but I don't know. I just now with everything that's happened in the last couple of years with all these generic drops, uh, all of a sudden causing infections, I just I feel I feel better. I feel better about those brands that have not let me down yet. Now, is there like a high chance you're going to have an infection or die from using a generic eye drop? No, like this is incredibly rare that this would happen, right? It's, it's, it's there. Think about just how many eye drops, how many people use eye drops out there. So you're most likely like 99.9% of the time, you're going to be just fine with a generic eye drop. Okay. So if that's all you can afford, it's fine. All right. I'm just telling you what I view as the safest option, um, given everything that we've seen, especially recently with the latest FDA roundup of, uh, of contaminated eye drops, all being generics. Um, so that's, those are the, uh, the, the, the artificial tear side of things. I, it's, it's crazy, man. I don't, Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. We'll talk about some more eye drops. All right, just a few more things. Um, uh, uh, now I'll just like kind of tell you what, what I like. The drops I like. How about that? You want to hear the drops that I'm at the pharmacy and I, I'm i such a, I'm kind of an eye drop nerd. Like I can say that because I'm an ophthalmologist and I, I will go, I, I'll like be at the pharmacy and I'd be like, oh, I need to check out, see what the latest offerings are. What's going on? What is uh, what is Sustain putting out there these days? How about Alcon? Do we have a new 
allergy drop yeah i i just i kind of i just go to browse not to buy but to like just i'm just curious i i like i i love the little bottles they got the designs on them there's so many different options which is ridiculous but they're there uh and they have funny names sometimes Oh, anyway, everybody's like, I'm sure everybody has this, that look on your face when someone you, you're talking to someone, you know, they're not quite right. And it's just kind of like horrified. Like this guy really loves eye drops. He's on this whole episodes about eye drops. Yes, it is. But it's because it's important. So anyway, we've talked about artificial tears. I told you the brands I like. Um, there's also nighttime formulations of drops. If you want, if you are waking up in the morning and your eyes are really dry, like it's like sandpaper, your eyelids, or or you have sleep apnea, you use a CPAP machine, and you're waking up, your eyes are super dry, they're kind of a little crusty, they just feel kind of like raw, get yourself some over-the-counter nighttime gel. Every pharmacy has them. All the major brands, they have like a thicker, a thicker option. Gel, sustain nighttime, refresh me. By the way, I don't have any financial, like, uh, interest in any of these drops. All right. They, I would, they should pay me my God. I'm doing so much PR for them over the years, but no, I do not have any brand deals with any eye drop uh, company. Okay. So just, just so you know, so yeah, nighttime formulations. The other thing I get asked about a lot, about a lot is, um, is allergy drops. So there's really, there's not really that many, there's not any good like prescription allergy drops now. We used to have to prescribe Patanol, but now that's over the counter. So you can get Patanol, Patidae, Zatador. These are all antihistamine drops. They're really good. Uh, Patanol, I think, is probably the best one. That's the one I like the most. Uh, Olopatidine is the active ingredient there. So Patanol for allergies. What else? Um, people ask, oh, we, I mean, we have, I've talked ad nauseum about Visine. Obviously, stay away. Visine is the other drop that you can use to kill a person. Did you know that? I'm not in the habit of of like recording myself like teaching you how to kill someone. So I'm not. A, please do not do this. All right. But Visine, the active ingredient is a vasoconstrictor, and it can cause heart attacks. Like there have been news stories of people killing their spouses with Visine. That's terrible. Like don't don't put don't drink Visine. All right. It's, I don't know why you would ever do that. But for this main reason, because it, I mean, that tells you right there, like, do you want to put something in your eye that can also be used to kill a person? Why don't do it? Don't use Visine. All right. Just, just stay away from it. Same with clear eyes. Same with Roto. I know people love Roto. Oh, it's like, it's like a menthol. It's like, a, it's this cooling sensation on the eye. That's the, what it feels like when your eyeball dies a little bit. Did you know that? That's not true, but it, the, the point is they're not good for you. There's other, just use regular artificial tears, all right? You don't, you don't need, unless you're a teenager trying to hide your pot-smoking habits from your parents, you don't need Visine. Right? That's the only indication that I'll accept Visine use. Uh, a couple more things. All right, here's, it's time for the don't do that eyeball tip of the week. Ready? Don't do that eyeball tip of the week. Don't use homeopathic eye drops. All right, there's one in particular. It's called Simulacin. Oh, you've probably seen it. It's at every pharmacy. They are homeopathic drops. These drop, these Simulacin drops, they, they're, they're tap water. That, that's like literally, you get, I'm sure you got someone in like a dirty back room 
uh, just turning on the faucet, filling up a bottle, and uh, and and sprinkling some fairy dust in there. There you have it. There's your simulation eye drops, homeopathic eye drops. Like, like all the additives. If you really look at the per, the uh, percentage of the additives in something like simulation. It's, it's, it's dust. It's nothing. There's nothing in there. It is tap water, everyone. That is what you're using. And it's not regulated. It's not, so you want to talk about risky things to put on your mucous membranes, get yourself some homeopathic eye drops, all right? Unregulated. Uh, they could put whatever the hell they want in there. No one's going to check. So stay away, please. That's your don't do that eyeball tip of the week. And then I'm going to end here with, I don't have a, 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 a Glock and Fleck advice. See, they went to bed. It's too late. I already got mad because I made her stay up. I, I got in trouble because I made her stay up too late already. So uh, instead, we're, just, we're going to end with an ophthalmology fun fact. Fun fact. All right, here we go. Did you know that 80% of every eye drop is wasted due to overflow or systemic absorption? That's right. That drop you're putting on your eye, you're only using about 20% of it. So that's why I always tell my patients when we're starting an eye drop or doing post-op drops or any kind of prescription that, or, or artificial tears, there's never a need to put two drops on your eye. All right, you're, you're already, just because of how the eye drop bottles work, when you put a drop on your eye, you're already wasting about 80% of it. Only 20% of that's getting to, to actually do the thing it's supposed to do because some of it's going to fall down your face. You're, you're going to lose some of it. Uh, and then some of it's also going to, um, to, to get uh, to, uh, to drain into your nose and into your systemic circulation. Uh, and so you, you lose that. That's not going to your eye. All right. It's, it's going to your bloodstream. So yeah, yeah, 20, only about 20% of an eye drop. Uh, so I always cringe, cringe a little bit, much like the way many of you are cringing by how much I'm uh, talking about eye, eye drops. I always cringe a little bit whenever I see um, SIGs. I'm sure pharmacists, you're going you're gonna to be nodding along like, yeah, oh yeah. I always cringe a little bit when I see SIGs of, of that, that say uh, one to two eye drops three times a day. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Because people will, patients will see that. They'll be like, oh, I gotta, I'll, I'll use two this time. But then they're just, they, they're going to run out faster. And then they're going to have to buy more drops. All right. One drop, just one drop, one drop, three times a day as needed. That's perfect. Okay. Um, also specify which eye. That's important too. Uh, but uh, don't do one to two drops. All right. Just one drop. One drop is plenty. I think I've told you everything that you need to know about eye drops. I'm just, I'm thinking. Uh, we did allergies. We did artificial tears. We did nighttime. Uh, we, that's, that's all the over the counter stuff. Uh, if you have any other questions that, about eye drops that I may have missed, um, please let me know. Uh, oh, oh, uh, another, another with the, uh, a thing with the redness relievers. I may have mentioned this in a previous episode. I'm, I apologize if I did, uh, but Lumify. Everybody, people ask me about Lumify. So real quick, I'll just say, if you need redness and redness reliever, the thing with redness relievers, you guys, is it's it's not necessarily a bad thing if your eyes are red, okay? 
we gain more blood vessels in our eyes over time. That happens naturally. It's when you're having pain, when you're having symptoms, discomfort, irritation, burning, itching, along with the redness or vision loss. If it's something other than just my eyes are a little red. All right. If you're otherwise you're if you're otherwise you're totally fine, then you're probably okay. But if you have some other symptom along with the redness, well, then you might have a, a reason that the eyes are red that can be treated. But I get it. Your eyes are a little bit red. Maybe you have more redness, more blood vessels naturally on your eye than others. And people are always asking, why are your eyes so red? You've been crying. Have you? And maybe you're going to an event. You're going to a gala. And you don't want to have red eyes. You don't want you want to look your absolute best. You want redness relief. There's a re I, I get it. I understand it. Uh, don't use Visine. I would rather you use Lumify. All right, Lumify is low uh, low concentration bromonidine, which is a, a drop we use for um, uh, for glaucoma, but it does have an added benefit of reducing redness. But just don't use it frequently, okay? So if you lose, use it too much, you're going to develop an allergy, and then you're going to have to stop using it completely. All right, so just sparingly, special occasions, all right, don't habitually use Lumify every day, even though it is a safer drop than Visine, I'd still rather you use it sparingly. So you can keep using it for your little special occasions. And that's it. That's all the eye drops. I'll, uh, I'll check out the eye drop aisle of like tomorrow or this weekend and see if there's any new ones, new ones. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited now. Now I'm thinking about it. Anyway, Thanks for listening. Uh, thank you to, for uh, to my producers for um, for listening to this whole thing and then editing it all together. Uh, and uh, let me know if you have any suggestions. What do you want to hear on these knock knock eye episodes? I'm taking the I'm taking the cues from you guys. All right, I I I've got all this eyeball knowledge. Where do you want me to distribute it? And how? And on what? Like, tell me. I got ideas. Uh, I still want to do one on um, uh, visual snow. I want to do one on keratoconus. That's a big request. That's probably going to be next. Uh, and um, all kinds of things in the retina. We could do different infections. Herpes is another one. Who doesn't love talking about herpes? We could do a little chlamydia. How about that? You guys ready for some STDs? All right. So. The opportunities, the options are endless. Um, think about it. Email us, knockknockhigh at human-content.com. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.